and very pleased to be joined now on the phone by the mayor of Clearview Township, Doug Measures. Good morning, Doug. Good morning, Mr. Sandoms. Great to talk to you again. Great to talk to you as well. It has been a while. We yeah. might as well start with the uh, big news of the week there in Clearview Township, and that is uh, as it relates to ATVs expanding access uh, to uh, roads for ATVs. Well, yes, uh, we had uh, a pretty good debate on Monday night at our council meeting. Uh, all members of council were present, and we uh, we basically bantered around the uh, uh, the bylaw that had been presented to us by our staff. And uh, members of council brought forward various uh, uh, suggestions to amend the bylaw, which, uh, you know, they've had concerns from various parts of the township about uh, roads that um, we were proposing to give access to. And there was uh, uh, a significant discussion, and uh, a decision was made. I mean, it's democratic, uh, where, you know, we put forward a motion to uh, to prohibit uh, some roads, and uh, it, it, did, uh, it, it did pass, as in there's now a um, basically a, a Cremor prohibitive zone, which is uh, mm-hmm. from County Road 9 south. Uh, if you were at uh, County Road 42 and County Road 9, which is basically cash down corners, uh, everything south and southwest from there, all the way to the County Road 124 border over near Maple Valley, uh, is now in a prohibited zone. There'd be no uh, legal ATV riding on the roads in that area uh and then the rest of the township does have open roads there are some roads that are uh, prohibited uh, as a result of them being particularly uh difficult with sight lines uh, as drivers both of cars or tractors uh the the roads are particularly hilly on fairgrounds road as well as the sixth concession so uh parts of those roads have been uh, prohibited as well and uh yeah so listen it was it was quite a discussion mm-hmm. uh it's been a long time coming uh we this round of discussion on ATV started in uh, the end of May, 1st of June, at a council meeting when we received a letter from a, a resident. And subsequently, there was a, a notice of motion put forward by a councillor. And then debate began on the 27th of July. And here we are, the 26th of October. And we finally got the uh, the thing completed. Um, just want to put an interesting note. The very last vote on the on the item... It was uh, unanimous. All nine members supported it. So uh, that's what it takes. You know, sometimes it's, uh, that's how democracy works. Uh, sometimes <laughs> it can be painful, and, and uh, you can work around uh, situations and create compromises and, and finally get to the point where we, we have a, a decision. So, yeah, it was, um, it's been done. Well, it certainly sounds like, based on the timeline, the due diligence was done in in deciding to do this. But you were just telling me off air, it, it sounds like a big part of this is – uh, simply ensuring that ATV operators can access trails uh, from their places of residence or business or wherever it might be without the need to put their ATVs in a trailer. That, that's that's the that's the the fundamental truth. The issue is that uh, you know we pass bylaws for all residents of Clearview Township. You know, each of us uh, wherever we live within the township, we're we're subject to the uh, the bylaws that are passed by the township and. Uh, you know, at the b- before we did this bylaw, there was a single route, like a single little pathway that went across the township for ATVs. Mm-hmm. Everyone else in the township was not allowed to ride on their, uh, you know, ride their machines to that route. 
So the objective here was was to uh, those that are ATV owners uh, who you know want to be responsible and reasonable and drive their machines safely with their helmet and insurance and license, et cetera, and make significant investment in their machines, um, you know, now will not be breaking the law by driving to the trails. Right. The trails are mostly located in the southeast area of Clearview. The county of Simcoe operates trails um, that are in the county forest, along with uh, the off-road uh, vehicle clubs, and uh, and they're patrolled by the OPP. I mean, it's a very very good system. The challenge there is that residents just don't have access to it. And by the way, it's also about our neighbors. Our neighbors, Springwater Township, Wasaga Beach, Agile Tosseronio, uh, Gray Highlands, uh, these neighboring municipalities have open access for the, all of their roads. And, uh, uh, you know, our neighbors, uh, our residents locally can't access our neighbors. Our neighbors can't mm-hmm. access us. So there's certainly uh, some, uh, you know, support for local businesses, whether they be, you know, fuel stations or gas, uh, you know, gas stations and restaurants, that type of businesses that are, are, are going to see uh, an opportunity to be supportive of, uh, of ATVing. It's all about them being re- reasonable, responsible, uh, you know, drivers too. If you see a bad driver of an ATV who's speeding or not wearing a helmet, I encourage you to call the OPP. Mm-hmm. All right, and th- that's a really important aspect because the OPP, of course, they they will do enforcement, but they need to know that there's a problem because simply they cannot be everywhere, and they're already taxed with the number of officers that are available to to serve our community and all of our communities. I mean, if you see a problem call the OPP. That way then they know it gets their attention and gets them on, on that, uh, that issue. So, uh, you know, it, don't call your counselor, don't call me, <laughs> call the OPP Absolutely. because they're the people that, that do the enforcement. Let's uh, let's shift gears here uh, sure. for a second because we're being, you know, this year especially, more than ever, it is important for us to protect ourselves from illness in every way we can, and that involves getting the flu shot. And there are some flu clinics that are going to be opening up soon uh, in South Georgian Bay and specifically in some places in Clearview. That's right, yes. Um, it's, it's very important to get the flu shot every year, and I think that uh, it's been pretty obvious that people are, you know, seeing that, uh, they, they need to look after themselves and how viruses can can get you pretty quickly if if you're not paying attention or not, you know, uh, being protected. So certainly a good level to, uh, to to a level of protection that you can get is a flu shot. Uh, they're offered annually. Uh, this year they're going to be uh, expanding that programming. Uh, I was contacted by uh, a doctor from the uh, Stainer Medical Center. Uh, because they're going to be running a, a, a clinic uh, right out of their driveway mm. where cars will line up and then you'll have to uh, get out of your car. Once you get to the clinic location, there's a tent. Uh, get out of your car, walk over to the, to the seat, sit down in the tent. They'll give you your shot, your inoculation, and then uh, you get back in your car and you'll be able to drive away. Right. The challenge is, is that uh, you know, it's, it's certainly going to raise more attention, isn't it? I mean, this year, there's more than ever, people are going to be paying attention to getting their flu shot. Um, every Thursday, I believe it is, a couple of Thursdays in November, it begins. Both the Stainer uh, Medical Center and the Cremor Medical Center are, are going to be doing these shots. Uh, you have to, as I understand, uh, book ahead, and really you should be a patient of, uh, of that clinic or those mm-hmm. clinics if you, uh, if you wish to get your shots there. Um, I believe there's information through the Collingwood General Marine Hospital 
uh, as to where other locations where there are public access uh, shots, flu shots available. So, sorry, I don't have that information right in front of me here, John. But you know, that's uh, it's certainly an important aspect. I certainly will be going and getting my shot, uh, getting a flu shot. I think it's important that everybody does that. Certainly. Uh, as well, just talking about uh, some COVID-19 things, uh, Halloween is coming up this weekend. Uh, what is what is your view on, on what folks should be doing for Halloween? There's some debate as to whether trick-or-treating should happen. Yeah. I uh, What we will be doing shelling out here at our house. Now, uh, we don't generally get a whole lot. To be honest, uh, my wife mentioned to me that we got somewhere between five and seven kids last year. So <laughs> it's not a whole lot at our house where we are, but... Uh, uh, I can appreciate that, uh, you know, there's some areas that get hundreds and hundreds. So um, uh, the township is not involved in, in creating any type of prohibition on that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not our responsibility and not in our authority. Uh, so I would ask people to please be extremely careful. Obviously, uh, you know, give good lighting on your front of your house to make sure uh, the trick-or-treaters don't trip and fall, uh, first of all. And then, uh, obviously, the social distancing factor is really important uh, uh, there's been some great recommendations about creating little bags or using these tubes. It's been kind of neat to watch some of these videos where creative people are creating little, uh, basically, ease troughs with uh, candy flowing yeah. down them into baskets. <laughs> great idea. So anyway, uh, it is happening. I, first of all, ask for people to be safe, to uh, make sure that the, the visitors to come to your house are safe, that they're not going to you know, trip and fall off your front step or something like that. And and uh, please be careful out there trick-or-treating, and uh, it's always fun to see them. 